1: This is Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby and the Retirement News Network's Jen Rizak. Pat is the founder of Preservation Specialists and has been providing personalized service and retirement planning for 20 years. His work has been featured in USA Today, Investors Business Daily, and on WIS NBC TV News. He's also the author of the best-selling book, Save Your Retirement. This is Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby on the Retirement News
2: Network.
3: Thanks for tuning in today. This is Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. I am Jen Rizak. once again alongside Pat. He is the founder of Preservation Specialists. We have a great show lined up today. Pat, looking forward to talking with you about investing for growth and income. I think this is a great topic today, but first I want to welcome you back to
0: the studio. I
3: hope all is well with you.
0: Good, Jen. Thank you very much. I'm looking forward to it as well.
3: Let me ask you this. If you ever read Mad Magazine as a kid, do you remember the Spy versus Spy comic strip? They had the two characters, one all in black and one all in white. And they were just always just this game of cloak and dagger, right? And it got a little crazy with some of the things they were trying to do. But you remember that?
0: I do, absolutely. I was not a subscriber, but I do remember when my sister and I would, uh, would pick some up at the store sometimes.
3: There you go. Well, you know, what we're talking about today is not going to be quite so off the wall, some of the stunts they tried to pull here. But so many people have this attitude when they think about growth and income that it's really black and white. It's really either or for a lot of people, just as black and white as that spy versus spy comic strip. So many people think they have to choose one or the other and they can't coexist. But you are here, Pat, to clarify this for us, to open our eyes about how growth and income can coexist, very happily so, in your portfolio even. So, Pat, first of all, let's talk about growth versus income. Why is there so much tension, I guess you could say, between these two?
0: Well, Jen, I love the way you kind of worded that. And I just I love the topic itself, because I think that this is something that there really is tension between the two. And it can be very stressful to someone that's trying to figure out, hey, how do I make sure I'm being smart with my money, either if you're retired, or if you're in that five or 10 years, maybe even 15 years out from retirement, and you're starting to accumulate a nest egg. This is one of those things that's kind of on your mind. And I sometimes someone might be saying you should do all of one, someone might say all of the other, and then, of course, you have investments that have both in the name, like a growth and income fund. So how do you deal with all that? The first thing that I would point out is I don't want to assume everyone knows exactly what each of those is. So a growth mentality, think of that, if you will, is literally just having your accounts growing in any fashion. So if you think of putting money into your 401k and, of course, It helps when you're contributing to your 401k because that's making the dollar amount grow by itself. But then if you're seeing the investments grow, that's kind of a very generic way of thinking about growth investing. But conceptually, you're thinking of it actually going up in value. So think of if you bought a stock, if you bought Facebook stock and the price went up in value, then that would be growth investing. Whereas income just means we're not worried about the price itself going up we're trying to have that investment generate income. Mm -hmm. And of course, there's many, many kinds of accounts that could do that. A CD would pay interest, which would be like income. It's very little right now, of course, with low interest rates. A bond can pay income and some stocks pay dividends too. So that could be income as well. So I I wanted to make sure I didn't gloss over that. But the big thing I think we should start with, Jen, is the idea that most people know when you're young and you have a long time to save you want to be fairly aggressive with your investments so that would be a growth mentality many people also know when you're retired you want to dial back that risk because you don't have that time on your side anymore and you want to help preserve but the point we want to make sure we talk about is that doesn't mean you have to cash out all your stock market investments and bury it under the mattress or Mm -hmm, something like that And that comes back to your point of finding the yin and the yang and finding this happy balance between the two rather than the tension like the spy versus spy, you know, combating each other. And so I think that what we want to do is we want to make sure that you are doing everything you can to keep your risk as low as possible. If you think about 2008 when the markets crashed and so many things dropped in value and how stressful that was – And think about now that you're older and probably have more saved, we want to make absolutely sure that can never happen to you again. But on the flip side, we cannot just assume that you can stick money in the bank and make zero to 1% a year and make sure that you never run out of money. And so that's what I think is so valuable about this topic that we kind of discuss this, really this finding this balancing act.
3: So Pat, when we retire, should we not automatically move all of our money into fixed investments?
0: Well, I know we all want the kind of a simple answer, right, Jen? And unfortunately, it's just not that simple. In fact, you know, most people would say this is one of the more difficult things to determine in your investing life, which is you know, at some point when you're younger, you should be as aggressive as you're comfortable being. When you're fully retired, that's probably going to be the time that you're most conservative and taking the least amount of risk. But for most people, that does not mean taking all of your money out of the stock market and putting it all into fixed interest rates. And of course, there's a few factors there. One would be the fact that we are in a historically low interest rate environment right now. And Jen, I can tell you that CDs have paid next to nothing for the last few years. Mm -hmm. I remember vividly many, many, many moons ago before I had my own financial planning firm, I worked in a bank investment department and I remember walking in one day and the money market was paying 6% FDIC insured and the one-year CD was 7%. And I remember thinking, wow, those are pretty good interest (laughs) rates, (laughs) so you're not really risking any money. But boy, it's been a long time since we've seen those rates. So that's an obvious reason why you can't say, hey, okay, I'm, I'm retiring. I'm rolling my 401k over and I'm going to stick it in CDs. Right now, it's unfortunately a very difficult time for someone who's retiring. And of course, because we need some type of return on your money. And so I find one of the number one reasons someone comes into our office is because they're trying to figure out, I want to be a good steward of my money. I've worked hard for it. I don't want to let it come crashing down again. What do I do to protect myself? And that's why we offer the no cost, no obligation retirement review which is an opportunity to sit down with us and take a look at it and talk through those things. We can help you look at where you are right now and also where you're looking to get to and help you figure out if you're having the right balance on your nest egg. So to get started, call us now at 803-454-9045. Our calendar stays full, but we set aside meetings specifically for listeners of today's show. If you've saved at least $250,000 for retirement, call right now to reserve one of our remaining spots at 803 454 9045. Call now and mention the Savior Retirement Radio Show at 803 454 9045. Four, five.
3: Talking today with Pat Struby. He's the founder of Preservation Specialists and author of the best selling book, Save Your Retirement. RetireWithPat.com is the website if you'd like to learn a little bit more. So it makes sense. As we get closer to our retirement age, we transition our portfolio from being more risk based to being more conservative. That's as we are leaving this accumulation phase of our lives into the distribution phase. I mean, is that what we tend to do here? Is that generally the strategy, Pat?
0: Jen. And in fact, uh, as I think about this topic, I wrote a book years and years ago and the only subject of the book was how should you allocate or balance your savings and investments based on your stage in life. Mm -hmm. And the author's point was when you are young, the biggest asset you actually have isn't your savings, it's your ability to make money with your job, right? Because if you're 25, you may be working another 40 years. You think yeah. about how much money you might make, right? A lot of
3: years ahead of you, right?
0: Exactly, exactly. And then when you're retired, you have a certain level of conservatism that you want to find, and that's based on individual comfort. And so he makes the point, the author makes the point that that transition from the first to the last is a thousand times more complicated and difficult than being in either one of those two areas. And, and of course, that's the world that we live in, in working with people people and trying to help them find that balance because it is very difficult and it's helpful to have an outsider helping you look at it and making sure you're finding the right fit for you.
3: Pat, the markets are all over the place. I mean, they've done really well for quite some time now, I should say. And of course, 2017, very quiet, consistent upward trend. But there's always the fear that a downturn is going to hit. We might see another 2008. I mean, what do we do to protect our savings from the next crash whenever it might be?
0: Well, Jen, it's a really interesting question, and I get it a lot because, of course, one of the most common things people like to say is, where do you see the markets going? And my joke is usually you notice there's no crystal ball on the desk, so (laughs) um, (laughs) that would be really nice to have one. And, of course, the truth is no one has one, and if they really knew what was going to happen, they wouldn't be sharing that information with us. So the challenge is we want to make absolutely sure you don't get blindsided by a stock market crash or a down market or economy or anything like that. And we've had a very long run up in the market right now, so that makes us nervous. But the truth is it's impossible to time the market. And so what we want to try and do as much as absolutely possible is just help you figure out the plan, how you divvy up your savings and investments and diversify and keep your risk as low as absolutely possible. Now, that isn't some exciting, you know, phrase to use, but that's really the bottom line is helping you have peace of mind, you know, by divvying things up, having your eggs in as many different baskets as possible, and, of course, trying to do the best you can with each of those baskets. By doing that, that's just, you know, the fancy name for those diversification, of course. And what it does is it just lowers your risk as much as absolutely possible based on what you're comfortable with. And the ultimate goal of that is just to help you find that balancing act between accomplishing your goals by generating a good return with as little risk as possible, but also giving you peace of mind, letting you sleep at night. I always tell people that I'm not doing you any good if I give you a brilliant plan that's going to make you a lot of money, but then you lay awake at night worrying. So we need to find that balance. And that's what it's all about. And we always talk about a comprehensive plan, which we call our custom built retirement plan. And there's a number of areas in that plan. And one of them that's very important that we're talking about today is having an investment plan to prepare for retirement and in retirement. And the first step to putting something like that together is taking advantage of our no-cost, no obligation retirement review by calling us at 803-454-9045. If you want a greater level of certainty about your income and financial well-being and nest egg during retirement, do not pass up this offer. If you've saved at least $250,000 for retirement, act now to get started with your no cost, no obligation retirement review. It never hurts to get a second opinion on your retirement plan. And if you don't have one yet, it's never too late to get started. So give us a call at 803- 454-9045. If
3: you're not sure how to get both growth and income from your portfolio, stay tuned because Pat will explain some options for doing just that, how we can get the best of both. That's coming up next.
1: This is Save Your Retirement with Pat Struvey on the Retirement News Network.
2: It slowly inches upward. Soon it reaches the top, stops for just a second, then it propels you down faster and faster. We have been experiencing a great climb in the stock market over the past few years. When is it going to reach the top? When will it head downhill? What might happen to your investment when it does? you won't know unless you have a qualified financial advisor show you what could happen to your portfolio during and after a market correction. Now is the time to prepare before the market goes to the top and then does what all markets do, rushes downhill. Call the Preservation Specialist at 803-454-9045. Find out what you can do now before a market correction. Let Pat Struby and the team at Preservation Specialist provide you with the information you need to make an informed decision. 803-454-9045. That's 803-454-9045.
1: Grunbeck has been remunerated and is not a client. Investment Advisory Services Officer Kalos Capital Inc. This is Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby on the Retirement News Network.
3: Welcome back. Thanks for joining us today. I'm Jen Rizak. pleased to be here alongside Pat Struby. He's the founder of Preservation Specialists. You've seen Pat in the local media. You've read his articles in USA Today and Investors Business Daily. He's here in studio today as we are talking about growth and income. How do we get both in our portfolio? It just seems like it's too good to be true to be able to get both, but that's what we're talking about today. As we get back into this, if you hear something you'd like to get some answers on, here's how you can reach Pat and the team. Preservation Specialists. It's by calling the number 803-454-9045. Once again, that's 803-454-9045. So, Pat, what might some investment options look like that will show us both growth and income?
0: Well, I think, you know, the best way to talk through that, Jen, is really to kind of back up and think about, you know, what are all the different options out there? And, uh, you know, when I think about that, I think about how frequent it is that I see someone in our office that has aired very heavily to one side or the other. And what I mean by that is, I might have someone who's retiring in a month or two, and they have everything in the stock market because it's done very well, incredibly well, right, for the last uh, mm-hmm. nine yeah. years now. They've benefited tremendously from that. However, I would argue, you know, that's more of a growth. Right. Then probably an income type philosophy. Sure. I've also had people that are all the way to the conservative side and maybe have everything kind of safe or income investments like bank accounts and bonds and CDs and things like that. And that might be because they got burned in 2008 and they said never again. It might be just because they're great savers. And so they know they don't need a huge return, which is okay, but there's a lot of different reasons for that. And so what we love to do is kind of talk first in education and talk through what the options are out there. And I know you know this is one of the topics I'd like to talk about. So I I always make sure people know there's three worlds of any types of savings and investments. And one side would be your growth world, which is the area where the values can fluctuate on a day-to-day basis. So that's going to be the stock market and mutual funds and things like that. So that's a higher risk, higher return opportunity there. And then on the other end of the spectrum, you have your safe and guaranteed. Now, that would be like bank accounts and government bonds and fixed annuities and things like that. Certainly, that's more on the income side. But of course, Jen, you know, interest rates are next to zero right now. So very tough there. Mm -hmm. And then we talk often about a middle world that a lot of our clients really benefit from, which we would call the steady income world. And so the idea there is they're not safe and guaranteed, but they're also designed so they don't have wild swings tied to the stock market or to the economy on a daily basis. So it's kind of a middle world. And what we would do is if we're trying to accomplish growth and income for a client, we're trying to figure out how to balance all three of those worlds, because it's not that any of them are bad. And sometimes people hear me say, boy, the market's been up nine years. I'm really worried about it. Well, that doesn't mean that we're saying you should never have your money in the market. Because if you didn't have any money in the market in 2017, if that's what I told you to do, then obviously we missed out on some growth. So since we don't have a crystal ball, we're usually trying to find that balance. And so, that growth world is pretty obvious. It's going to be growth-oriented, but maybe some of that stock market generates some income. The fixed, guaranteed world, of course, would only be income. It's not a growth-oriented world. And then steady income could be a combination of the two. By definition, those are designed to pay income on a regular basis, but some of them might have more upside and more growth potential. And so that really depends on where you are in your life and also your comfort with risk versus lower risk and finding a balance that fits for you.
3: Pat, a lot of things are in our control when planning for retirement. There are a lot of things that we can deal with and control, but one thing that isn't in our control is inflation. How do you help your clients deal with inflation and battle the effect of it eroding their savings?
0: Jen, I definitely think of it as a three step process. So, the first thing with inflation is just understanding it. You know, there's a lot of different examples of it. The example I would like to use is that if long term inflation averages 3% a year, then things are going to get twice as expensive every 24 years. Think of buying a car, and let's say it's $30,000 today. If you wanted to buy the same car, 24 years later, that's going to cost $60,000. So that's a massive difference, obviously, and it's going to affect your budget and, you know, it's going to affect your lifestyle. So we have to plan for that. And someone might be listening and thinks, who cares about what's going to happen in 24 years? Well, if you want to retire at age 62, for example, then that's 86 is when that's happening. And, you know, we're living longer and longer. So because we're living longer, the effects of inflation can make a much bigger difference. So that's just making sure you understand that it's a real thing. And it's really important to be aware of for retirement. The second step would be just planning for it. And that's where we always talk about the absolute foundation of a good retirement plan is a written income plan. So that plan is going to talk about what type of income you need to start retirement. And then it's going to factor in inflation because the last thing you want to do is retire and then have a decreasing lifestyle every year as you get older. That doesn't make any sense. And then the third step for planning for inflation is tying that investment strategy into making sure you're protected from inflation. That goes back to what we just talked about, the three worlds. If there was never any inflation, well, then maybe you could retire and take all your money out of the stock market or out of growth investments. But for most people, they don't have you know an endless supply of nest eggs. So they need that to generate some return. And that's why we're trying to find that balance. And of course, with anything, Jen, it all comes back to having that individualized to you. So When we talk about our comprehensive retirement plans, there's five different areas. We're hitting really hard on two of them right now, which is having a written income plan to make sure you have enough income to cover the things you want to do in retirement, but then also an investment plan that helps support that. Those need to go hand in hand, side by side. The first step to creating that as part of your custom-built retirement plan is taking advantage of our no-cost, no-obligation retirement review by calling us at 803 454 9045. If you've saved at least $250,000 for retirement, call now and mention the Save Your Retirement Radio Show at 803 454 9045. We have spots saved specifically of listeners of today's show, so call now at 803 454 9045.
3: Pat Struby is the founder of Preservation Specialists. I'm Jen Rizak alongside in the studio. Pat just gave you the phone number. The website's retirewithpat.com. If you'd like to learn a little bit more, today we are talking about investing for growth and income, trying to achieve a little bit of both whenever we can. Pat, when you sell a stock, the hope there, of course, is that you will incur a capital gain. Is that another source of income in retirement? Can we rely on things like that?
0: Well, you just ask two questions and oh, the, the okay. answers are different. So. <laughs> Darn it! <laughs> so, no, that's great. You, you, I know you're trying to trick me. So can it be another source of income? Yes. Can we rely on it? No. And so the example I would use is there's a great example in a book called uh, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, which is kind of a famous bestseller in finance. And the author talks about there's actually an article that was from a large city's newspaper, kind of asked the advisor, and this was in 1999. And the person said, hey, I've got my money in this mutual fund. Can I just withdraw money monthly from that account? And the planner said, yes, uh, it's called a systematic withdrawal. And the quote that I always kind of bold is, and it works like a charm. And the point that the author makes that I would agree with is it does work like a charm as long as that fund continues to grow in value every single year. right? Mm -hmm. And so we all probably know the punchline, which is in 2000, 2001, 2002, the market crashed and dropped about in half in value. And if that person took that advice, that could have been financially devastating for them because it could have wiped out most of their nest egg. And so my point that I want to make here is there's nothing wrong with trying to have investments that gain in your portfolio, but that should not be where our focus is for income. So, that comes back to those three worlds once again. That growth world, that's really money that we want to have a long term vision of and allowing that to accumulate and maybe just rebalancing it and reallocating it from time to time. But we want those other two worlds to be taking care of your current and short term income. We want your safe and guaranteed money to take care of that. And then also that steady income that's going to be paying it on a regular basis. So, that would be to me, it's a very important distinction between there's good things with growth, but we want to use it for the proper use.
3: Pat, can you tell us a little bit about mutual funds and how we might think about using those as part of our overall strategy?
0: Yeah, I mean, mutual funds are an enormous piece of the financial world where we are today. And that's for a couple of reasons. I think there's a lot of benefits to mutual funds, but also most 401ks are heavily focused on mutual funds. So that's where a lot of us build our wealth. You know, Just quickly going through pros and cons of mutual funds, there's a few big pros. One is with a mutual fund, it, it can allow you instant diversification of your investments. So rather than having all your money in stock of, say, Microsoft, you can now have money in a mutual fund that's diversified amongst hundreds of different stocks. So that would definitely lower your risk, which is good. The second benefit is they usually allow you to invest a very low amount of money, so it helps you in accumulating your money, which is one of the reasons mutual funds are great for when you're accumulating money during your working years. And then finally, most mutual funds are very accessible where you can get in and out, so that gives you flexibility and liquidity with your money. The two big risks that we worry about with mutual funds is, of course, risk of principal. Mutual funds are not guaranteed, so they're in that growth world. And that doesn't mean they're bad. It just means we need to make sure we understand what they are. We understand the good and the bad. And then the other piece with mutual funds are fees. Mutual funds have an enormous variety of fees. There are no-load index funds that can be extremely low fee and very beneficial. There are also funds that can have one, two, three, four 4% a year of all the layers of fees that are going on in there. And of course, the problem with the fees is if it's eating up your returns. And so those are the two things we always want to watch out for, just trying to help you make sure and help you figure out if they're a fit for where you are now and ultimately where you're going into retirement. And again, that's bringing it all back to when we're doing your investment plan, what's the breakdown of types of risk and growth that you want? And then what types of vehicles are going to be the most beneficial for you? to help you kind of take stock of where you are right now and help you see if you're on the right track, take advantage of our no cost, no obligation review by calling us at 803-454-9045. This analysis is not cookie cutter. It is completely customized based on your circumstances. And again, there's absolutely no obligation. If you've saved at least $250,000 for retirement, call 803-454-9045 to get your custom-built retirement review. Once again, that's 803-454-9045.
3: Talking today with Pat Struby. He is the founder of Preservation Specialists. I'm Jen Rizak alongside. Coming up next, he'll fill us in on finding the right mix to show growth and income in your portfolio and some things to look out for when planning for retirement. Stay with us. We'll be right back.
1: This is Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby on the Retirement News Network. Now back to Save Your Retirement with Pat Strube on the Retirement News Network.
3: Welcome back. Thank you for staying with us today. This is Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. I'm Jen Rizak alongside. Pat is a chartered financial consultant. He's the author of the best selling book, Save Your Retirement. And I'm glad to have him in studio today as we are talking about growth and income. Both are important to have in our portfolios, but it's hard to know just how much of each. So, Pat, tell me, how do we determine the right mix?
0: Well, I think there's a few things that factor in, Jen, that are really, really important to consider. One that might not be the first on people's minds would be thinking about kind of where your assets like your nest egg fit versus the income and expenses that you're planning on having or that you want to have in retirement. And what I mean by that is if we think through kind of your spending and how much what you like to do, kind of what your retirement's going to look like, which is a fun process, of course. But we really want to drill into that and figure out what you're going to be doing and what that's going to cost. And so once we know what that is, we know what type of income you're going to need. So then we can kind of back into, well, what are your income sources? And, of course, most people don't have to live just on their nest egg, right? You might have certainly Social Security or if you're married, you have two sources of Social Security. You may have a pension or two. And then we get to your nest egg. So part of what we're piecing together is trying to figure out how much income you want versus how much you already have figured out with Social Security and pensions and things like that. So that's very, very different, as I'm sure you might imagine. We have some clients that have enough Social Security and pension to actually cover their retirement budget, which is amazing. And then they can decide whatever they want to do with their nest egg. They can roll it back in and save it for a rainy day. They can share it with church or charity or family. They can do big trips and things like that. So there's a lot of variation there. What's probably more common is someone who has a portion of their retirement income covered by Social Security and pension, but then they need their nest egg to cover the rest. And that's where figuring out that growth and income mix for you is certainly going to be affected by that. So that's number one. Number two would be certainly your comfort level with risk on your accounts. As I mentioned briefly earlier, it doesn't matter how brilliant and mathematically any plan is that I put together for you. If you go home and you lay awake and you stare at the ceiling because you can't sleep because you are scared about what we've done, then I've done you no good. And so that's part of the process too. And then the third thing then is you take all of that and then you kind of put it in those three worlds that we always talk about, right? The growth world, the safe and guaranteed world, and then those are on opposite ends of the spectrum. And then you've got that middle of the world that we call steady income. And then what we can do is we can help educate you on what the various tools are inside each of those categories, because I can tell you those three, and you might be listening right now and thinking, oh, okay, I'm let's say you're 55 and you're thinking, okay, I'm probably in the middle of the road as far as risk goes. So maybe I want to be leaning a little heavier towards the growth and maybe a little less right now towards the safe and guaranteed and maybe some in the middle of the road. And then as I get older, maybe I do some shifting, right? I mean, that's kind of conceptually, you can see that. And then once we dig into what are the actual vehicles into each of those worlds, then we can kind of help allocate that. And maybe as you see the pros and cons of each of those, that may shift your thinking a little bit. And that's where we always say, Jen, I mean, there should be no financial professional that can, in an hour meeting, come up with your strategy, right? I mean, this should take time. Mm -hmm, Right. And for us, it usually takes weeks as we're kind of going through Hmm. meetings with a new client, helping them figure out, you know, is this the right fit for you? Or, you know, let's take a look at these two options because no two clients are exactly the same. And that's where we love calling our plan custom built because it truly is. We're able to really individualize it specifically for you, ultimately with the goal of helping you accomplish your goals and dreams in a way that's as low stress and low risk as possible.
3: Pat, I think healthcare is something that a lot of people think about. Really doesn't matter what your age is. This is something that affects all people. The cost always seems to go up and up and up. And the thing is, it's necessary to survive. I mean, it's frustrating because it doesn't matter how expensive it is. We need it when it comes to healthcare costs. How do you account for health care in retirement planning?
0: Yeah, and you nailed it there, Jen. I mean, it doesn't matter how old you are, how close to retirement right. you are, you know those costs are going up like yes. crazy, right? Hmm. So yeah, I'm actually on the board at my church, and we're trying to figure out healthcare benefits for people. And you know, we're getting quotes, and we're all just shocked at how expensive it is. So the number that we always throw out just to make sure our listeners realize what a big deal this is is if you have it, a, a retired couple at age 65 of average health, studies have shown they should expect to spend 275 thousand dollars on healthcare for the rest of their lives. So that's out of pocket. That means money going to copays, deductibles, insurance premiums, and all that stuff. Uh, that's a Big, big number. So, three steps that we always look at that we just want to make sure, Jen, that our clients aren't blindsided by this. So, we want to have a plan for it. So, first of all, if you're younger than 65, when we first meet with you. We need to take a look at your plans and see is there ever going to be a situation where you need some type of individual health insurance. So maybe you're 60 or 50 right now and you have health insurance through your employer. But if you want to retire at 62, maybe they don't have retiree health care. And so you've got to bridge the gap from 62 to 65. So that's number one. Number two is then Medicare, which for most people kicks in at age 65. So we just want to make sure we claim that and use it in the best way possible for you. And then the third step then is long-term care. We all know that there are a lot of things that are not covered by health insurance and by Medicare. And in my opinion, it's just the way the world was established and the way things have changed. It's night and day from a couple generations ago. It might have been very rare for someone to spend a lot of time needing nursing care a couple generations ago, and now we're living much longer, but unfortunately we're not always in good health, right? So that can be very, very expensive. And I'm not just talking about being in a nursing home. This could be all kinds of care. Maybe you are living a long time later in your retirement, and you're not having any critical care issues, but you just can't do everything yourself anymore. It's going to add cost as you have upkeep, and maybe you need transportation and things like that. So having some type of plan for what we would call long-term care is what we're talking about there. So that's kind of the third step in insurance before 65, Medicare and supplements, and then long-term care. That one's a challenging situation in and of itself these days because long-term care policies have gotten extraordinarily expensive. So what we're usually trying to do, Jen, with our clients is just kind of piece it together and figure it out. Some of this comes down to how big of a priority it is to you. If it's a real big concern of yours, then we want to make sure we hit it head on most people aren't trying to buy insurance that's going to pay every penny of it. We're just trying to find a way. Our ultimate goal is to spend as little of your money as possible on insurance to cover as much of the risk. That would be the ultimate goal. What we're really talking about here, Jen, is this is just another level of that comprehensive retirement plan, which it's fun talking about creating income for you in retirement and investing money. Those are the fun things to talk about. What's not fun to talk about is what if there's healthcare needs and it's really expensive? That's not fun, but it's part of your retirement plan. So we want to make sure part of your comprehensive retirement plan also, you have a health care plan and you have a good understanding of whether you need insurance or not. And if you do need insurance, how you can get it in the most inexpensive way possible. All of that comes in your custom built retirement plan. And the first step towards building your plan is taking advantage of our no cost, no obligation retirement review by calling 803-454-9045. And this is not some generic cookie cutter report. It's customized specifically for you. To get started, call 803 803- 454-9045. If you've saved at least 250000 dollars for retirement, call right now for one of the remaining spots that we've saved specifically for listeners of today's show. That number again is 803-454-9045.
3: Pat Struby is the founder of Preservation Specialists. I'm Jen Rizak. Alongside in the studio, we're talking today about investing for growth and income. It's important that we get a little bit of both, and here's why. Our money needs to last, Pat. We have advances in medicine. This is making us live longer than any generation before us. People used to be really concerned about dying too soon and they'd buy life insurance. Now we're worried about living too long. How do we make our money last as long as we do?
0: Well, again, Jen, of course, my answer is going to be having a written income plan. So, how do we do that? <laughs> right. You know, it's all about those three levels of income, you know, the three legged stool of retirement income. The first step is Social Security. You know, just about everybody has some type of Social Security benefit, whether you think it's a large amount or a small amount, we still want to make the most of it. And the one point I always want to make there is we just want to find out how to get you the most Social Security that fits best into your retirement plan. And the point I always like to make is that that could be very different from one person to another. My uh, mother-in-law is going to be retiring at the end of the year, and she is notorious for bouncing ideas off of literally every single person she talks to. So every time she's talking with my wife, she says, oh, let me talk about Pat. You, you know, the, the, uh, the guy at the, the butcher counter, you know, he, oh. he was doing something different with his social security, you know, that kind of a thing. And so, you know, I I joke, but it does happen. And so remember that what's right for you might be totally different than somebody else. The next step is, do you have any pension benefits? Let's make the most out of those. And then as far as making your money last forever, that's where we would just want to make, you know, squeeze as much income out of your nest egg as we possibly can. And it comes all the way back full circle to our topic today of growth and income. How do we use those three worlds of savings and investments to get you the right balance of growth and income, safety, and access to your money for emergencies. And what I mentioned briefly earlier is, you know, you've got three worlds. That growth world, we don't want that to be your income world. We want to use your steady income. We want to use your safe money. And those are the ways, Jen, that we can actually help make your money last the rest of your life. One example of that would be in that safe money, one of the options there would be annuities, which, of course, can help generate lifetime income as well.
3: Pat, is there a specific financial vehicle that we can think about to help address the possibility of living a longer life than expected? I mean, this is one of those things that's really tough to plan for.
0: In fact, you're right, Jen. In fact, that's probably one of the things I laugh, we have a good time joking about in meetings with people is, I always say, if we knew how long you're going to live, man, my job would be so much easier. (laughs) True. Right? I mean, but that's such an unknown. Only God knows how long we're going to live. So what we have to do is we have to just put every step in that we can to help make sure that you're not going to run out of money. And so I briefly mentioned it earlier. There are enormous number of kinds of annuities in the marketplace, but the one kind that could potentially be beneficial, especially pertaining to this topic, would be an annuity that offers a lifetime income guarantee. And then the idea there is kind of like what we talked about, let's make the most of Social Security, number one. Then let's make the most of any pensions that you have access to, number two. And then the question is, does that give you enough secure income on a monthly basis that you feel like is sufficient that you don't have to worry about what your investments are doing? And if the answer is yes, then this type of guaranteed lifetime income from an annuity is probably either of low priority or just not something that you need at all. However... A lot of times we'll have someone where there's a gap there. Let's say, for example, you have a certain lifestyle that you'd like to be very comfortable knowing is coming in, and let's say your social security and your pension are going to be a thousand dollars a month short of that. Well, what we can do is we can shop that to hundreds or thousands of annuity contracts and say, okay, we're looking to cover this thousand dollars a month during retirement. What's the least amount of money we have to put into an annuity to help bridge that gap? And that's what we sometimes we call that creating your personal pension because you're using a chunk of your nest egg and actually essentially converting it from investment into retirement income. Now, that's certainly not for everybody, but it is, going back to your question, Jen, if you're thinking, gosh, I'm about to retire. How on earth do I make sure I never run out of money? Well, that's one of the answers that we have. So that's where the beauty of having a long-term relationship with a financial planner, that doesn't start with pitching products to you or talking about a hot mutual fund or something. It talks about discussing what your goals are and what your concerns are. And if that's one of your big concerns, that's where this type of guaranteed monthly income certainly might be something that could be a good fit for you. So how do you figure all that out? You get started creating your retirement plan with your no-cost, no-obligation retirement review by calling us now at 803-454-9045. If you want a greater level of certainty about your income in retirement, don't pass this offer up. If you've saved at least $250,000 for retirement, act now by calling 803 454 9045. It never hurts to get a second opinion on your retirement plan. And if you don't have one yet, it's never too late to get started. So give us a call. We have a few meetings set aside specifically for listeners of today's show. Call now at 803-454-9045.
3: So what if your retirement income outlook has you coming up a bit short? Are there options for you to bridge the gap? Well, we'll talk about some of those options that's coming up after the break. Stay with us. We'll be right back.
1: This is Save Your Retirement with Pat Strube on the Retirement News Network. You're listening to Save Your Retirement with Pat Strube on the Retirement News Network.
3: We're back. Thank you for joining us today. This is Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. I'm Jen Rizak alongside Pat. He's the founder of Preservation Specialists, author of the best selling book, Save Your Retirement. RetireWithPat.com is the website if you'd like to learn a little bit more. Today we're talking about investing for growth and income. What are some of the strategies you can think of? What are some of the vehicles you can use to achieve both in your portfolio? Pat, it seems like annuities, for example, get a bad rap. I think a lot of that comes comes from a misunderstanding of what they are and what they do. So let's go ahead and spend a little bit of time here in this last part of the show talking about what annuities actually are, and maybe you could explain, kind of break down the different types of annuities for
0: us. I think that'd be great, Jen. And, and, you know, I was teasing on my mother-in-law about, you know, asking everybody under the sun, you know, what she should do with her social security or something. Annuities can be that way too, because there are annuities that have a lot of gotchas mm-hmm. and people have been burned by them. And so rightfully so, you know, if you have a bad experience somewhere, the first thing you're thinking is I want to tell everyone about it, right? right? Yeah. So we run into a lot of people that have either had a really bad experience with annuity or they've heard someone else. And so I love to uh, just spend a few minutes talking about the different types of annuities, because we believe There are some kinds we wouldn't touch with a 10-foot pole. However, there are a couple different kinds that we think can be very appealing, and it depends on your personal circumstances. So let me take you through those fairly quickly, and what I like to do is go kind of decade by decade. So we're going to start back in the 70s. So I want you, you know, if you're not driving right now, close your (laughs) eyes. Think of bell bottoms, think of disco music, right? Love it. Uh, So, uh, yeah. So, what does that have to do with annuities? Well, in the 70s is when IRAs and 401ks, that all the legislation kind of started those. So I like to think of the 70s as the immediate annuity, which is think of it like a pension. That was kind of the beginning of the end of pensions at that time. So the good thing about an immediate annuity, you literally give the annuity company your money and then they start paying you monthly income at that point. And the good thing about it is most types of immediate annuities are going to guarantee that income for life. So that's great, right? The bad thing about it is it is a completely, totally irrevocable contract. So nothing can be changed in the future. And then the second thing, this is one of those big gotchas that I was mentioning earlier, with some immediate annuities, if you die, then the annuity company keeps the money. Mm. Uh, so that's a huge yep. problem, obviously. So yep. that's an outdated type of annuity. You would never want to have one like that today. So that's the 70s. Now we move into the 80s. So now we're thinking big hair bands, right? Uh, if you're thinking, <laughs> fi- and not as fun as that, but if you're thinking of finances, and you're thinking super high interest rates. And that's where the fixed annuity came in. So think CDs. See, the annuity companies, all they're trying to do is figure out what's popular, and we want to help you put your money in annuities. So right. in the 80s, CD rates were sky high. So they said, hey, let's build an annuity that's like a CD. That's a fixed annuity. The beauty of a fixed annuity is you have incredible guarantees on your principal in that annuity, and you have many different levels of safety there. The bad news, obviously, right now is fixed rates are bad. Yes. Therefore, <laughs> fixed fixed rate annuities usually aren't paying a whole lot. So we don't see a lot of those these days. So now we'll step into the 90s and you get into the boy bands and things like that. (laughs) And uh, of course, what was happening in finance is the stock market was skyrocketing, right? And uh, I've been working 21 years in this industry. So I started right in the middle of the 90s when everyone said the market's gonna go up forever. And of course that was wrong. But then the annuity companies got into variable annuities, which is very similar to a mutual fund. So you have upside of the market, uh, but you also have risk. And the big problem with the variable annuity is there can be many, many, many layers of fees. And that's the other gotcha I would mention, Jen, which is if someone Googles annuities and fees, they're going to see millions of articles about why annuities have too high of fees. Almost all those articles are going to be talking about variable annuities. Um, So usually there's a lot of layers of fees there. That's not something that we usually think is a good option for somebody. So now we step into the 2000s. And of course, we've survived Y2K, right? Mm, Uh, Made it. Of course, we remember that. Yep. And what happened in 2000, 2001, the stock market crashed, and we Mm -hmm. had kind of the tech bubble. And so what happened was the annuity companies came up with an idea called a fixed indexed annuity. And the idea was, hey, we're going to guarantee your principal but now your return is tied to the upside of an index. And some of these, we think, Jen, can be very appealing because you have a guarantee of your principal. So we put this in the safe and guaranteed world of your savings and investments, but that index gives you upside. Now, you're not going to average 10% a year in any type of annuity, but maybe with that index, you could average three or four or five, or maybe if we get lucky, 6% a year. Not guaranteed, but that's a possibility. So that's very appealing to a lot of people when they're comparing it to things like CDs and savings bonds. And then finally, in this past decade now, Annuity companies have kind of tried to tie it all together, and we call it a hybrid annuity. And what they're trying to do is really kind of take the best of all the worlds. So if you think of that fixed indexed annuity, where your principal is guaranteed but you have upside potential, add on top of that the option to turn on a guaranteed lifetime income. So you have the benefit of that old immediate annuity back in the seventies, but you don't have some of the downsides from there. And so that's where we mentioned earlier kind of shopping and trying to find where can we generate a guaranteed lifetime income for a client. That might be the type of contract that we, we would shop. I always want to mention um, there's no perfect annuity for everybody. Some of our clients really like having an annuity. It's a good fit for them. Some, it's not necessary. So it's very individualized. But hopefully that's a good education on the different types of annuities out there.
3: It is a really good explanation. And I I appreciate you going through it because I've never heard anybody else explain annuities the way you do, Pat, especially with the references to the different decades. So I always appreciate that. Let's talk for just a minute about another possible way to get income in retirement or, or a way that a lot of people are going to try to get income in retirement. And that is through Social Security. And Pat, I know you have tried to explain this to me before, but you say there's a difference between optimizing and maximizing your benefits with Social Security, right? <laughs> you're going to have to good, tell me Jen. again.
0: <laughs> yeah. And I will be brutally honest with you. The first time I heard a speaker say that, I thought, what the heck is the difference between those
3: two I things? thought the same thing the first time you said it. I'm like, where is he going with this?
0: <laughs> so here's a beautiful explanation of that. So let's say you go online and you do social security projections. And what you can find is, let's say, especially if you're not 62 yet, you can put in your numbers and it'll show you if you claim your social security at age 62, here's how much you'll get. And then if you defer, that's the earliest you can take social security. And then and you can defer your benefits up till age 70 it'll continue growing and then it'll show you but look what happens if you wait until 70 and it'll run the projection well for most people you're gonna have a break-even point and it's gonna be around age 80 okay so it, let's say you passed away at 75 well that was really smart to take the social security early right because right. you didn't live mm-hmm. very long but now once you've lived to 85 or 90 or 95 it's going to show a huge surplus by delaying social security so that's what we call maximizing social security right so now where we optimize is where we tie it into your investments, because let's say you say, well, Pat, I want to retire at 62. So now you say, well, Pat, I did the Social Security projection. It says to take Social Security at 70, but I want to retire at 62. And I'm going to say, well, you can do that. But here's the problem. Now we got to take a big pile of money out of your nest egg from age 62 to 70. Now that's not necessarily a bad thing, but that's where optimizing comes in, Jen. Now what we do is we tie your nest egg, your retirement goals, and your social security all together into one comprehensive plan and we figure out what makes sense for you. We just want to run it. We want to give you the best plan possible. It's all about individualizing it and customizing it And the bottom line for you is if we can help you optimize your social security and make sure you're getting the best plan for you, you have the peace of mind of knowing you're doing the smartest possible thing. You're being a good steward with your money and your money is going to last as long as absolutely possible. And that's all about having a good written income plan for your retirement. The first step is to take advantage of our no cost, no obligation retirement review by calling us at 803-454-9045. It is not cookie cutter in any way. It's completely customized based on your unique circumstances. It's limited to listeners of the show today. If you've saved at least $250,000 for retirement, call now at 803-454-9045 and mention the Save Your Retirement radio show. Once again, that number is 803-454-9045.
3: Talking today with Pat Strubey. He is the founder of Preservation Specialists and author of the best selling book, Save Your Retirement. I'm Jen Rizak alongside in the studio. We've been talking today about investing for growth and income. And Pat, we made the case at the start of the show, these seem like two really opposing forces growth and income. Hard for the average person to do this on their own. So we want to find the right financial professional. But tell me who we can work with who can help us with both of these because so many times we work with somebody who is just focused on the growth side, for example.
0: Yeah. And there's a few things to watch out for, Jen. And the challenge that I would put out there, the reason you have to watch out is not because everyone's trying to steal your money or they're bad people or anything like that. It's right. because the industry kind of lets people get away with saying just about anything they want as far as who they are. So hmm. you have planners, advisors, consultants, brokers, you know, agents, on and on and on and on. So there's a few differences you really need to figure out. And that's when you're either shopping for somebody or if you have somebody right now, you're trying to think of, okay, what type of advisor is this person? Or if you're about ready to start looking for somebody. So one example would be that you can have someone who is an investment advisor or you can have a comprehensive planner and this is not right or wrong, Uh, it depends on what you're looking for, I will say we have chosen to set up our company as a comprehensive planning company. That's what we love to do, and we think your investments tie in with your income and your taxes and all those areas. However, one of the reasons people come to us is they say, yeah, we hired someone years ago and we thought they were going to be a comprehensive planner. It turned out they just wanted to manage our money. Mm -hmm. So that would be one of the big ones that I would mention. The second one that I would mention that you alluded to, Jen, is... Um, that no financial advisory firm can be great at everything. It's just too complicated. And the biggest divider usually is, for most of the last century, most financial professionals were focused on the growth world. They were all about how do we take your money and help you grow it so that later someday you can retire. And that's really important. It's good to have someone who does that. That's not what we do. The problem is that is not somebody who's well-suited to help you in the retirement years, because it's a totally different world. That advisor often only lives in that growth world that we talk about. But there's these two other worlds. There's the safe and guaranteed, which they may tell you doesn't make any sense to ever have any money in. And then there's that steady income world. And if I were about to retire, I would just want to know what those things are. I'd want to know what my options are and make sure I'm making smart decisions for my own money. So those are the two differences that I think are probably most important, Jim.
3: Pat, we're just about out of time on the show today, again, talking about growth and income. So many of us think this is either or, growth versus income. But you've been talking to us today about some ways to achieve both in our portfolio. Do you have any final thoughts for us today, Pat?
0: Jen, I think that I'm just really glad we did this show. I think that it's incredibly valuable. I think that growth and income are terms that are thrown out in the financial industry willy-nilly to some degree, and you might see a growth and income fund. In my mind, that just sounds like it's a brilliant marketing term because who wouldn't want growth and income, right? (laughs) But when you actually stop to think about your financial situation, if you are in that retirement red zone or if you're approaching it or if you're already retired, great opportunity to take stock of where you stand right now. Where is your retirement plan? Do you have the five areas? Do you have an estate plan, a healthcare plan? a tax plan, and an income plan. And now what we're really focusing on today's show is your investment plan. Does it look the same way it did 10 or 20 years ago? Has the run-up in the market over the last nine years meant that you have way more in the market than anything else? And is that appropriate? Does that make sense for where you are today? And are you aware of, have you been educated on all the different things that are out there? That's why I love to talk about those three worlds. There is the growth world, the mutual funds and stocks, There's great benefits that can be had there, but there's also risk. So are you familiar with the other two? Do you know the various things in the safe and guaranteed world? Maybe some of those are not a good fit for you, but maybe some are. There's good and bad with everything. I would want to know about those things. What about that steady income world? That's kind of, we talk about that. And the endowments love working in that world. And the endowments have had tremendous success over the last 30 years. And this is an area that they're often in. We're trying to generate steady income there. They're not guaranteed investments, but they're usually also not tied to the day-to-day swings of the market. And we think that can be incredibly valuable, especially if you are retired or close to retirement. So putting all that together, we call that your custom-built retirement plan. How do you get started on a plan like that? Give us a call now at 803 454 9045 to take advantage of our no cost, no obligation retirement review. If you've saved at least $250,000 for retirement, call now at 803-454-9045 to get started on your path to setting up your plan. There's absolutely no obligation. And we've specifically set aside times for people who are listening to the show today. Call now at 803-454-9045.
1: You've been listening to Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby on the Retirement News Network.
0: Preservation Specialists is an independent financial services firm that helps people create retirement strategies using a variety of tools. Investing involves risk including the potential loss of principal. Any references to safety, security or guaranteed lifetime income are never referring to securities or investment products. Preservation Specialists is not an affiliate or a subsidiary of Kalos Capital, Inc. or Kalos Management, Inc.